Okay, so uh, we'll begin. We're holding in Pedic Bays, where it says in the bottom of the page, page Vav, where it says Va'af. It says the line starts Machshavei Seichel. It says Va'af. So what we learned till now was that there's a uh, every single yid has an neshama. Nefesh Hashem is Yisrael. Besides for the nefesh Abamis, a yid has a neshama, a nefesh lekis. Which is chelik lekam imal mamish, right? Like we explained, means that a yid is inherently different to every single other creation. Everything else is a creation; it's created in such a way that the truth that there's nothing besides the Ebeshter is not revealed. It's not; a, they can't feel it. They can't. Uh, they can maybe even if someone could intellectually understand it, but it's not. That's not who he is. Who he is is someone who was created in a way that he sort of speaks separate from the Ebeshter. Doesn't feel and doesn't uh, internalize. And naturally feel that truth. Ayid has a neshama. Neshama means a chilek lekamim amamish. It's godly. It has the godly perspective. The fact that there's nothing besides the Eved That's the true essence of Ayid. Ayid really feels that in its true essence. And that's the aved of Ayid. Like we're going to learn in the coming prakim, we're going to learn the aved of Ayid is to reveal that neshama that he has. But every Ayid has it within it. That's the true essence of Ayid is that he recognizes and feels that there's nothing besides the Eved now, as we last uh, two, last while, what we were discussing was the Alter Rebbe brought the where does the neshama comes from, so to speak. It says that the neshama, the yidden are compared to children of the Eibushter. So just like a child comes from the chachma of his father, it says the mayach, the zera, the tipa zera, the tipa which creates the child comes from the mayach of the father, and it goes down through his spine, and that creates the tipa zera. And so just like a child comes from the mayach of his father, so too Yidin come, the neshamas of Yidin come, so to speak, from the chachma of the Ebeshter. Um, this is what we discussed at length last year and a little bit in the year before that, that Hashem's chachma is one with his essence, with the atmos of the Ebeshter. And it's not, so you can't separate the two things. Right? And we went into that at great length. And that was a kind of a side point, not, not totally a side point, but kind of a, you know, to explain this fact that the Hashem is one with the Ebeshter and Hashem comes from Hashem's chachma. Is Hashem's chachma separate from him? Is it one with him? So we explained, no, Hashem's chachma is really one with him. That means that if a neshama comes from Hashem's chachma, it comes, it's really a chelik alaka, it's really one with Hashem. Okay. So now, he's going to continue on the etzim ha'inyan, about the neshama being, being one from the Ebeshter, coming from Hashem's chachma, from a place which is one from the Ebeshter. So let's see. He says, Ba'af, he asks the question. Ba'af, sheyesh revavis min chalukas madregis min neshamas. There are tens of thousands of madregis, of levels of neshamas. Gavaya al gavaya, higher than, and higher and higher, le'en kates. There's no, there's no limit how many levels of neshamas there are. Just like the difference between the great madrega and the maila of the neshama of the avis, Avram Yitzchak Yaakov and Meish Rabbeinu, over the neshamas of these generations, which these generations are considered ikvis of the Meshichah. Why Chazal use a lashon ikvus in the Meshichah? We're referring to this generation, the generation right before Mashiach comes. We refer to it as ikvus in the Meshichah. What does ikvus in the Meshichah mean? The simple meaning is that just like a heel is the end of the body, so too right now we're at the end of the gulus. It's the end of the gulus. Lakvay, the end. But Alpi Kabbalah, Alpi Pnimis and has a deeper meaning. It says that Adam Arishan was, so to speak, like a one big body of neshamas. You know, besides the physical Adam Arishan, the sham of Adam Arishan was like a body of neshamas. Just like in a body, you have the head, and you have the all different levels of the body. You have the head, you have the heart, going down to the heels. So too, 
the, cult, the whole general picture of Klal Yisrael from the beginning of time till this generation, the generation before Mashiach comes, is referred to like a body. In other words, the Ovis and Meshra Beinu are like the head of the body. And this generation, we're on the lowest level, just like everyone understands that there's no comparison whatsoever between the heels and the head. The head is, rules the whole body. The head has a seicho. The heels has nothing. It's a, it doesn't even have, even a hand has something. Has a, you could draw, you could do, you could bring out certain, certain talents, certain uh, nuances through a hand. A heel has really nothing. It's nothing, you can't compare it at all to the head. So the same thing, the neshamas of this generation are like the heels, so to speak. We're like so far from the neshamas of Adam Arif, from the neshamas of, of the Avis and Meish Rabbeinu. That's what we're called, ikvas of the Meshich, like the Akvayim, like the heels. That's what it explains in Kisve Arisa. So, the question what he's asking over here is like this. How could it be possible, if every single neshama is a part of the Yevishter, is chilek l'kamim al-mamash, and that means that every neshama comes from the chachma of the Yevishter, so to speak, like we explained before, that every neshama comes from the Yevishter, it comes from a place which is one with the Yevishter. So what does it mean that there's differences in neshamas? Is a neshama one with the Yevishter, is it not one with the Yevishter? Does it come from Hashem's chachma, does it not come from Hashem's chachma? In other words, like I said, i explain a little more. When we, when, we, when we talk about differences of madregas of neshamas, we don't mean a difference of madrega of the person. In other words, everyone understands that although every single yid has a neshama, of course, there's a difference between how much you reveal your neshama. Every single person works on himself. Some people access the neshama more, reveal the neshama more, feel the neshama more. Some people uh, don't, do, don't get to that level that they feel the neshama so much. And that's what we're going to learn in the coming program, what that means and the different levels of revealing your neshama. But that's what we're here for. That's what, that's what, we're, that's what our job is to reveal our neshama. So it's obvious that that's not a question how there could be different madregas of people. How could, there be, how could there be different kinds of people? Of course, there are different people based on how much they access the neshama, how much they reveal the neshama. But the Arizal doesn't say that there's different madregas of people. The Arizal says that there's different madregas of neshamas. The neshama themselves, other marishan, he compares it to a guf. In other words, other marishan is like a big guf of neshamas, so to speak. There are neshamas which are the head. There are neshamas which are considered the akvayim, the ankles, the heels. So that means that there's a difference in the be'etzem. It was how much, what does it mean different madregas of neshamas? There's a difference how much you could have the standing of, of, of godliness you could have, how much of a feeling you could have, how much of a vira you could have, there are different levels. And it's not just depending on how much you're going to work and how hard you're going to work. It's, it's a, even if you're going to work the hardest, you're never going to come to the madrig of a nasham of the Yavis and nasham of Meshul Abbeinu. It's, it's be'etzim, a different kind of nasham. Right? So this is the question over here. The question is, if every single yid comes from the chachm of the Eibishta, what does it mean different madrigas of nasham? Different madrigas would mean, you know, if we're talking about if, if, if a neshama is by nature something which is disconnected from Hashem Chas V'Shalom, something which is like every single other creation, so then we could say, just like there are creations which are more ruchnistic, let's say malachim, are more ruchnistic than people, there are creations that are at various levels and how ruchnistic you are, fine, so there are different levels of neshamas. But we're saying that every neshama comes from the chachm of the Yevishter, comes from a level which is totally one with the Yevishter. That's the whole point, that was the whole difference between a neshama and everything else. We're saying a neshama is not a creation that you could say, what kind of creation is it? Is it a very edelic creation, a very refined creation, or a very uh, distant creation of Hashem? Every neshama ba'etzem is godly, is a chilek If every neshama is a chilek so how do we have different madregas of neshamas? What does it mean different madregas of neshamas? Right? That's the question that the Alter is asking. Okay. So, 
he continues before he answers the question. He continues and he and he and he like he brings out this point even more and in more detail that there are differences of levels of neshamas. So he goes on for a few for a little bit of well, you know with more detail about this idea. So he says, We now we, till now we learned about the differences of neshamas of generations. In other words, we were comparing the generation of Adam of the Avos Hamishan Abeno to the generation of this generation of Ikvus and the Mashiach. He says within every single generation, also within every single generation itself. There's also chilukim of madregas of neshamas. Yes, Rashi Alfi Yisrael. There are the leaders of the Yidim. Every single generation, you have neshamas that are within that generation, the reish of that generation, and within that generation, the akvayim of that generation. In other words, if you're looking at the general picture of the kuma achashleim of Klai Yisrael from the beginning of time until the time of Mashiach coming, so then we're going to say the Reish is the generations of the Avis Amesha Abeno, and the Akvayim are the, these generations, the Ikvis and the Mashiach. Within every single generation itself, there's like a mini guf, so to speak. There's the Rashi Alfi Yisrael, the leaders of the generation of Sakashir, the Reish of the Yidr, and there's the Akvayim of every single generation. Like we find with Amesha Abeno, Amesha Abeno said, Sheish Meis Elif Ragliya Om Ashar Nechi Bekinbe. Amesha Abeno said that there are 600,000 Ragliya Om. You refer to them as the the, the legs of the nation. What's the Ragliyam? What is the what is the expression Ragliyam? The Pshat is Meish Rabbeinu was the Reish of the Alpha Yisrael of that of that generation, and therefore he was a Reish, and the rest of the Yidim were like the Ragliyam, like the the legs of the nation. They weren't. They were, so the same thing we have in every generation. We have a Meish, so to speak, of that generation, or a different Rashi Alpha Yisrael of that generation. Then we have the Ragliyam of that generation, the people which are on a lower level, which are the Raglaim. Which incidentally, the it's a the Chagav, it's a um, it's it, it's it explains that this is one of the reasons. Why, one of the reasons why every single yid can come together, the greatest yid can come together with the smallest yid, so to speak. Because just like we find within a body that the head is, of course, greater than the feet and the legs, but nevertheless, the legs have something to add to the head also. If the person would only have a head, the head would, wouldn't be able to get to places that he's able to get to through once he has legs. Therefore, the legs add, so to speak, to the head also. So the same thing, even though in every single generation there are attack differences of levels, there are people which are Rashi Alpha Yisrael, there are people in the middle, there are people which are Raglayim, but everyone has what to add to the other person, so to speak. Every single Yid has what to add to the general picture of the, of the day and the general picture of Klai Yisrael in general. And therefore, one Yid can never say that he's uh, greater than another Yid, so to speak, because he might be in a greater Madrega, but he still has what to gain from the other Yid also. Every single person has what to gain from the other Yid. But Alka Panim, the point is that there are differences of levels, even though Taka, of course, a leg has what to add to the head, but a head is a head and a leg is a leg. So there's a difference in Madregas over here. There's Rashi Alfi Yisrael, and there's Raglayim, there's Lakvayim of Da'am, the Nishmasam Hamein Vamaritz. So how are we saying that every single Nisham is a Chelik Lakamim Al Mamsh? Okay, and then he continues, and he adds even to this idea that there's also um, differences in levels of Nishamas. He says, V'chein Nefashis Lagab Nefashis. To understand what he's saying, just we have to be marked in a general concept. There's in the Nisham of a person, the Nisham of a Yid, there's a Nefesh, Ruach, and Nisham. Three Madregs. Nefesh, Ruach, and Nisham. There's also something called Chai and Yechida, but that's, that's a whole different discussion. We're not going to discuss that now. Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama, three Madregs that there. What does it mean, Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama? Generally speaking, it means like this. A person, when he connects to the Eibishter, there's three ways that he connects to the Eibishter. A Nefesh way, that is when he connects to the Eibishter by his Nefesh, by his Ruach, and by his Neshama. Nefesh means when he connects to the Eibishter by a Maisa Bapayil, action, doing mitzvahs, etc. Listening to the Eibishter. Ruach means when you have a feeling, when you feel love towards the Ebishter, fear of the Ebishter, and you know, Midas, that's the connection to the Ebishter in a way of Midas, that's Ruach. And the connection of, to the Ebishter through the union of Seichel, that's called Nisham. That's the union of Nisham. 
Tzav explains in Sefer Kabbal. So every single Yid has a Nefesh Ruach and Neshama, which means that he has a way of connecting to the Ebeshter, both by Maisa, both by Midas, and both by Seichel. And besides that, it also explains in other places that there are some people which are, every single person is more, one of them is the, more, is the, is the dominating one. In other words, there are people which are Nefesh, that's why their main focus in this world is to serve Hashem through Maisa. There are people which are in a different Madrega, they have to have more feeling. People even in a greater Madrega, they have to have more of Seichel, understanding of the greatness of the Ebeshta. But in general, every single person has a Nefesh, Ruach, and a Nesham. Okay, now, when we say that there are differences in Neshamas, so we're going to, I mean, it was the Alter Rebbe here is asking a question how there could be differences of Neshamas if every single Neshamas is a Chelek Lekam Mamash. But let's put, away, let's put that question aside for a second. Without that question that every Nisham is a Chelek Lekat. Let's just say Chas V'Sham and Nisham wasn't a Chelek Lekat. So we can understand how there's differences of Neshamas. There's a difference. How much you connect to the Ebeshta? What type of level do you connect to the Ebeshta? So when we talk about Neshamas and Ruach, it's understood how there could be Madregas of Neshamas. Because it's understood that we could say there's so much Neshamas that could have a certain level of understanding of how great the Ebeshta is. Neshamas. Neshamas is connecting through Hashem through Seichel. So if we talk about Seichel, we can understand. There's a difference of Madrega. Does your Neshama understand a Lukus on this level? Or is he able to understand even more? I mean, the fact that we can understand anything is, is, is not a given. Right? Like it says, uh, No one could grasp the Ebeshter. So the fact that a Neshama is able to have somewhat of an understanding of something about the Ebeshter, it's only because Hashem is revealed to a Neshama, so to speak. So it depends what level it is. A Neshama which is on a greater level has a greater revelation, so to speak. Is able to understand more. A Neshama which is on a lower level has a less of a revelation. Is able to understand less. That's understood. When we talk about Midas, we talk about feeling. Also understood. It's understood how this, the, when we talk about Avas Hashem, there are many, many different ways of having Avas Hashem. It's, uh, just like we have Ava within this world itself. There's an Ava that a person has to a friend. There's an Ava that someone has to a son. That's a greater level of Ava. There are many different expressions of Ava. There's deeper levels of Ava. There's, there's more of an external Ava. There's more of an Ava that really takes you fully over. There's a person that he's totally taken over by his Ava. There's a person that Ava uh, doesn't take him over at that level. We can understand that there are levels of what, how much Avas Hashem you could have, and what way of Avas Hashem you could have. So when we talk about the Ruach, when we talk about the Ruach aspect, the Midas aspect, the connection to the Ebeshtan, we can understand how there could be Madregas of Ruach. Right? But when we talk about Nefesh, when we talk about action, is there a difference in what the greatest tzaddik is mechuyiv to do al pi halacha, and what the simplest person of simplest deed is supposed to do al pi halacha? There's no difference whatsoever. Every single, even the greatest tzaddik who has great emotion and great uh, understanding, if he doesn't, Put on tefillin the way it says it in Shulchan Aruch. He's not yet to the mitzvah. In other words, what's demanded of every single person is the exact same thing: to do the mitzvah the way it is given in Torah. There's no differences in in, in ma'aseh The greatest tzaddik and the simplest person have to do the same ma'aseh. So when we talk about the nefesh aspect, you might think that there's no differences in madregas of neshamas. When we talk about the ruach or the neshama, there's differences in madregas. When we talk about nefesh. Maybe there is no madregas. Again, we're not even discussing now the Alter Rebbe's question of how could there be madregas at all, because every neshama is a chelik l'kamim al-mamish. We're not, we're not discussing that question now. We're talking about, put aside that question. Once we take, we're discussing now this fact that there are madregas. Are the madregas only by nefesh and by neshama and by ruach, or the madregas are also by nefesh? And Alter Rebbe says, no. Even the fashas v'chein, he says, okay, let's read the Lashon inside, he says, not only by ruach and by neshama are the differences, even the fascist lagab and the fascist. Even when you're talking about the nefesh, there's a difference between one madrega of a nefesh and another madrega of a nefesh. What tak is the beer? Why? How could there be chilukim by nefesh? Let's see. Let's see the next line. What Alter Rebbe says. He says, "Ki kol nefesh klula mi nefesh ruach and neshama." I don't usually like to go into 
the Shaklavatari of how to learn the Pshat of the words, but I'll just do that now for a second just because it, it might help us understand what he's saying here. The simple meaning of this line when Al-Tarab says, Kikol nefesh kulam nefesh rach neshama. What does it mean when we say, Kikol nefesh kulam nefesh rach neshama? We're talking about nefesh is one of the three. Kikol nefesh kulam nefesh rach neshama. The simple meaning of what Al-Tarab means over here, he, he just says, V'chei nefashis l'gabe nefashis, right? He added that there's also a difference in nefesh also. So as a side point, he, he introduces the concept that every single person has both a nefesh, a ruach, and a neshama. And then he says, kikol nefesh, kulum nefesh, ruach, neshama. When he uses the word nefesh first, when he says kikol nefesh, it doesn't mean the madrega of nefesh. In other words, nefesh can have two meanings. Nefesh could be the madrega of nefesh versus the madrega of ruach and the madrega of neshama. Or nefesh could be, as a whole, the nefesh of Adam, the person, the soul, neshama, nefesh. Sometimes neshama is also a general term. So, simple, simple meaning of what the Al-Tarebbe says over here is when he says, not only is there a difference in, in Ruach and Neshama, there's also a difference in Nefashis, so he explains, because every single person has a Nefesh, Ruach, and a Neshama, called Nefesh, Kulam, and Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama. So, just like there's differences in the, nefesh, in the Ruach and the Neshama, so too there's differences in the Nefesh. According to this way, the simple way of learning the Al-Tarebbe, the, the, the words of the Al-Tarebbe, it doesn't, he doesn't explain why there's differences by Nefesh. The words, the words that he says, Kikol nefesh kulam and nefesh rach and only just introduce the concept that there is a nefesh in a rach and a neshama. In other words, when he says, a person learning it might not even know what that means. What does it mean? So he explains, every person has both a nefesh, a rach, and a neshama. Therefore, what I said till now that there's differences in the of madregis doesn't mean, doesn't apply only to rach and to neshama, it applies also to nefesh. But there's another way of learning the Al-Tarebbe's words that that way would also give us an understanding why this taka a um, differences by neshamas. How could there be differences by the ruach by the madreg of, nesha, of nefesh? When we talk about the madreg of, madreg of nefesh, we're talking about maisa, so everyone does the same maisa. Everyone is mechoiv in the same maisa. So, one way of learning is that it says, even the madreg of nefesh has within it nefesh, ruach, and nesham. In other words, like this. When we talk about nefesh, ruach, and nesham as three separate madregas, so what does that mean? It means how you connect Hashem and Seichel, understanding how great the Ebeshter is. Midas, you feel the Ebeshter, the Maisa. The, when we talk about Seichel and Midas, in the context of, nef, of Neshama and Ruach, we're not talking about how it affects what you do. We're talking about the mitzvah of Avas Hashem, is a mitzvah on its own. A person has to love the Ebeshter. There's a great in Tasa Lekei Avicha. You're supposed to know about the Ebeshter, you're supposed to understand the Lekos. We're talking about Seichel, understanding how great the Ebeshter is, Midas, as a thing on its own. Besides for that, the nefesh, the maisa aspect, also includes seichel and midas. In other words, when a person does a mitzvah and he understands greatness of the Abishta, a person does a mitzvah and he feels love to the Abishta, does he do the maisa the same way? Does he do the actual, is the action the same or not? The, beside, there's, the action is different. When a person does something because he loves the Abishta, he does it with the chayis. When he does it out of, when he understands greatness of the Abishta, he does it with he does. he goes with the right attitude, he doesn't just do it, he does it with the way he's supposed to do it. So the even besides for the idea that there's a great union of connecting to the Ebeshta and Seichel, connecting to the Ebeshta with Midas, which that's Neshama, and that's Ruach, there's also within Nefesh itself, there's the Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama. There's the Maisa, the actual action, the dry action. There's the intellectual aspect of the action. And there's the emotional aspect of the action. So Kol Nefesh, every single Nefesh also has Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama. So because even the action part, even the Nefesh part has Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama, so we can already understand how there could be various Madregis Within nefesh also, not just within the shaman and ruach, because the nefesh also, the, even the action, is a difference of doing action 
when someone has a certain level of uh, understanding of Elokos and someone has a certain level of emotion to Elokos, there's differences based on his level of emotion and understanding. If because there are differences in the level of emotion and understanding, there's also differences in the Maisa. He called Nefesh Klum and Nefesh Rafa Nesham. Okay, but either way, the other two categories also incorporate the three categories. Possibly, possibly, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to get into no, possibly, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, this is not necessarily a. This is a pshat that some people say in Tanya. I don't know if this is a correct pshat or not. I'm just bringing it up because this would give us a little bit of a more of a understanding of why taka there's differences in in nefesh, right? If if this pshat is correct. Yeah. Okay, sorry. It's only logical pshat. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, the other way. yeah, I can't understand the other way. It's true, yeah. but sometimes just because we have a question doesn't make something necessarily correct, right? You know. <laughs> In other words, it's uh, might be that we have a question. We have to know the answer. We don't know the answer. Right? But I'm upset that some people say. Okay. Anyway, so so um the the um but the point is this was all side point. This was all side point. If there's a differences by nefesh and how is there differences by nefesh? The point is though, in general, when we talk about the neshama, the chelik lekamim amamish, the neshama, the nefesh, all the kiss, we're saying that there are chelukim adregas. And the question is, how could there be chelukim adregas? If every single neshama comes from the chacham of the eibushter, again, it doesn't make sense to say some adregas come from a different level of alakus. Some come because the whole point was that neshamas are part of the eibushter, not the way the eibushter created something which is close to him or something which is more edel and more refined. We're talking about that they have a alakustic as um, teva. Neshama is a, is a godly teva. Neshama is a, comes from the eibushter himself. He has this. This, this natural finger, there's nothing besides the Ebeshter because it's part of the Ebeshter. So that means it has to come from the Chachma of the Ebeshter, which is one with the Ebeshter. So if every Neshama comes from the Chachma of the Ebeshter, how could there be differences in Madregas and Neshamas? Right? That's the question. Okay. The whole difference comes out by Adam Arishim. I would say that, so that Adam Arishim is a Nivra. So, uh, talking about the Neshama of Adam Arishim, we said the Neshama of Adam has within it all these. Uh, Neshama of Adam is not a Nivra. Neshama is, we're saying, is a Chelik Lakam and Malmamish. Saying that the neshama of the mission has madrigas. Question is, what does this mean, madrigas? If it's a neshama, what does it mean, madrigas? Right. How could there be differences in the shams? Okay. So he says, he says like this, Mekomak. Even though there are differences in the shamas, nevertheless, Shadish kol hanefesh ruach neshama kulam. The source of every single nefesh, every single ruach, and every single neshama, Mereish kol hamadrigas at safe kol dargin. Whether you're talking about the greatest neshama, highest neshama, the neshama of Meish Rabbeinu, Neshama of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, the Reish Kala Madregas, that's safe called Dargin until the lowest of all Madregas, like the Neshamas of this generation, and within this generation, Gufa, even those, Amalubish, Beguf, Amiya, Aris, Bekal, Shabakalim, the type of Neshama which is, it comes into a Guf of a person which is a, an Amaritz and a Kal Shabakalim, and when we say here Amaritz and Kal Shabakalim, we don't just mean someone which is practically an Amaritz and a Kal Shabakalim, it means he was destined to be, obviously he's able to do mitzvahs, but he was destined to be that kind of person. Which is uh, by nature an amaris and a kasher because of his neshamas. Neshamas in a very low madrega. So even such, even all these neshamas nimshach memayach elyin shuchach milok v'yachol comes from Hashem's mayach, so to speak, which is Hashem's chachma. Okay, so then what does it mean that there's madregas? That's exactly the question. So he says, so first, he, first he just states the fact. In other words, don't get confused by what it says in Svarim that there are differences of madregas and neshamas. Don't think because it says that there are differences in Madregas of Neshamas, that means that there are some Neshamas which don't come from the Ebeshtas Chachma. No. No matter what Neshama, if the highest Neshama, Mereshko Madregas, actually, incidentally, he says, Mereshko Madregas, at Seif Kol Dargin. He says, Mereshko Madregas, which is Lashon Kaidish, Madregas, and then he says, Seif Kol Dargin, which is Aramaic. Seif Kol Dargin is in, 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 in Aramaic, he says Dargin, not Madregas. The reason is because Lashon Kaidish is higher than Aramaic. So he says, Mereshko Madregas, even the highest Madrega within Lashon Kaidish to the lowest of Madrega within Aramaic. In other words, even, even a Neshama which is you don't even call it Lashon Kaidish, Madregas, right? Even such a Neshama, don't get confused. There's no Neshama which doesn't come from the Chachma of the Eivishter, which doesn't come from Hashem's Chachma, which Hashem's Chachma is like we explained the length last time, 
one with Hashem himself. So he gives a moshe. How could it be that there are neshamas, that differences in neshamas, and nevertheless they all come from Hashem's chachma? So he gives a moshe. We have a son. A son comes from where? From the mayach of the father. Like we explained last time, that the tipa, but from the gemara. The gemara says, the tipa sazera, which creates the son, comes from the mayach of the father. Excuse me. In a son, there are many parts of the son. There's the brain of the son, and there's the lowest of the sun, which is the tzipanayim, the nails. Nails are, <coughs> even if you cut them off, it doesn't hurt. In other words, they're very external. And, within the, and the nails of the raglov are even more external than the, the nails of, uh, of the adayim, because the adayim are a, uh, the adayim are a higher, higher part in the gulf. So therefore, it's understood that the tzipanayim of the raglayim are even lower than the tzipanayim of the, of the adayim. <coughs> so he says, um, even the tzipanayim of the raglayim, it all comes from this tipa. It's not the pshat, right, that you have, you have a tip of the father. Then it goes into the womb of the mother for nine months. So, okay, of course, it develops over time. That's what we're going to discuss, and it develops. But even what's developing? This same tip is developing. It's not the pshat that there's something else coming here. There's something else being added. The tip of the father develops over nine months. So, in the end of the day, the tip of the son, are they anything but the, but the tip of the father? No. The tip of the son are also from the, from the tip of the father. It's part of the tip of the phone. He says, All the fact that it's right now tzipornayim, the fact that it's right now something which is, looks so far and so different than the meyach of the father, why is that? Because it remained for nine months within the womb of the mother. And it changed over time. It changed and it became into tzipornayim. But what is it in essence? It's the tip of the father. Even after it changes, after nine months, it remains totally connected to its original mahus, which is the tip of the father. Why does it remain connected? Because that's what it is. All you took was you took the same tip and you developed it and you changed it, changed how it should look and how it should express itself. But what is it? It's still the tip of the father. So it doesn't change. The mahus of it never changes. Even after nine months. Obviously, we'll see soon in the nimshal what that means. But let's, so, so far, let's discuss the mashal itself. Now, in the mashal, there's two aspects of it here. In the mashal, when we talk about the tip of the father being, even the tziponayim of the raglayim are really the tip of the father. If you're talking about what he is, that's true. In other words, what is the tziponayim of the raglayim? The tip of the father comes from the mayach of the father. So it's a part of the mayach of the father, right? Because all that there is in this body is the tip of the father. That's true. If you're talking about what it is. But if you're talking about how it's expressed, what do we see in front of our eyes here? When you look at a son, you see the son's brain. Do you see an expression of the father's brain? Yes. From a brain came a brain, right? When you see the tziponayim of the son, do you see in front of your eyes the brain of the father? You don't see the brain of the father. This is Tziponayim. This is, this is Mayach. How, how, what's the connection to Tziponayim and Mayach? If you delve into what it is, the Mahus, what's the true Mahus, the Pnimistik Mahus of the Tziponayim, of course the Pnimistik Mahus, even of the Tziponayim of the son, is really the brain of the father. But how it's expressed, what's revealed over here, there's no connection. It's a very, very, very far expression from the original source, from the brain of the father. What part of the son 
does have even an open connection to the brain of the father, only the brain of the son. Right? So, on the one hand, the tzipornayim of the son have a very deep connection to the brain of the father, because that's what it is. It's a tip, it's part of the tip which comes from the brain of the father. On the other hand, in how it's become and what kind of nature it has now, its nature has changed so much from the brain of the father. And the only part which has a nature which is still connected and still openly connected and, 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 and one with the nature of the brain of the father is the brain of the son. So says the Al-Tarebbe, even though when we talk about how it's expressed and what kind of nature it has now, it's seemingly very far from the brain of the father. There's actually a way that even now that it became Tzipornayim, it still maintains an open and revealed connection to the brain of the father. What is that? How, does, how is that? He says, he continues, he says, even now, by a, by, a, by a son, where is the tzipornayim right now getting its chayis? The tzipornayim of the son. How is it growing? Every part of the body is being controlled by the brain of the body. Right? So even the tzipornayim of the son is growing because of the brain of the son. So that's an open... In other words, there's two things. There's the connection to the brain of the father, and there's the connection to the brain of the son. The connection to the brain of the son is obvious. If you look at Sipanayim, yeah, it's, it's living, it's, it's part of the body, obviously it's connected to the brain. If you look at the brain of the, if you look at Sipanayim, do you think of a connection to the brain of the father? No, you don't, you don't think of a connection to the brain of the father, because this is Sipanayim, this is brain, what's the connection? But you do see a connection to the brain of the son, because if you think about it a little bit, you say, oh, it's whole chayis, it's only from the brain of the son. So the way that the Sipanayim of a son has a connection to the brain of the father is in two ways. If you talk about the mahus of the Tzipanayim, it doesn't, you don't need to get it, you don't have to have any beer. It is a part of the brain of the father. It is a part of the tipa that came from the brain of the father. That's what it is. If you talk about him being openly and connected in a, in a revealed sense, in a way that the way that he acts and, and what his nature is, is that still connected to the brain of the father? There is a way that it's still connected to the brain of the father. Because being that right now it's connected to the brain of the son, that's where it's getting its highs from. And the brain of the son is openly, and by nature, connected to the brain of the father. This is a brain and this is a brain. So it comes out even the Tzipanayim have somewhat of an open connection to the brain of the father also. Right? So you understand the difference between the two ways? In other words, the first, the first one is a more deeper connection. The first connection that the tipa, that the Tzipanayim has to the brain of the father is a much deeper connection. That is what the Tzipanayim is. It's a part of the brain of the father. But if we talk about a more open connection, the open connection is more via the fact that it's being the Kabul Chayis from the brain of the son, and the brain of the son is openly connected to the father, to the brain of the father. These two, two pratim are negated to the nimshah. We're going to see, not necessarily we get to all of it today, but we're going to, as we're going to see soon, this is how it works with Neshama sauce. Now before he goes on, he says, first he brings a raif in the Gemara, he goes back to the first original point, that even the tziponayim of the son come from the um, tipa of the father. Words, don't think that there's certain parts of the son that come from somewhere else, through the shihia and the, in the, in the baton of the aim. No, every single part of the son, even the tziponayim, come from the tipa of the father. So he brings it out. He says, It says that the leven of the tipa, the white part of the tipa, so to speak, from that comes the gidim, which are the veins, the atzamas, the bones, and the tziponayim. It says nails. So what do you see? That the Gemara says very clearly that even the, even the Tzipanayim come from the Tipa of the Father. Okay. And then he says, 
בסייד לבושם של אדם הראשון בגן עדן, שהיה ציפרניים מבחינת מיח תבונה. That there's a connection between Sipanayim and the Indian of Mayach, and the Indian of Brain. Because it says in the Yitzchayim, like this, the Medved, the Chazal say, they say, that the Adam Arishan, before Kedem Achet, we know he wasn't wearing any Levushim. Right? Only after the Chet, he say, you get embarrassed, and he, and Hashem put on, uh, gave him clothes. But he, so, so, it says in the, in the Pekad Arbalaz, that he did have a Levush, but the Levush was different to the way we have Levushim now. His Levush was like Tzipanayim. No, it was just like Tzipanayim. It's covering over your that part of the finger, but it's a part of the body. So to the Marishan had a, a lavush, which was kind of part of the body itself. That's what it says in Pekid Rebelez. And the Tzchayim says that the soid of the lavushim of Adam Marishan, which the lavushim of Adam Marishan were the Tzipanayim, he says the soid is that it comes from Meach Tvuna. Meach Tvuna is a part of the Meach Bina. It's not again now to get into the Pratam of Pekabala. But what we see is that the, the Tzchayim says that Pekabala, the Tzipanayim, were connected to the union of Bina, to the union of Mayach. So we see that there's a direct connection, even of Pekabola, to Tzipanayim and Mayach, which is like we're saying over here, that even the Tzipanayim are part of the Mayach of the Father. Okay. So now he goes on to the Nimshol. That's by the Mosh. Koch, Mamish. The same thing is, same thing, Mamish, Kaviyachul, the Shadish, Koch, Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama, Shoklal, Yisrael. When we talk about the Shadish of every single Ruach, Neshama, of every single Yid, Lamayla, the same thing works with the shadish of the every single neshama. Lamaila, the way that it comes down from madrega to madrega, yidei shtaushla sa'elamis atzilas briya yitzira and asiya michachmasi yisbarich. It says like this: that there is four elamis. So let me just speak in, in short, just for in case, because maybe we haven't encountered yet about the four elamis. It's four elamis. Four elamis called atzilas briya yitzira and asiya. Atzilas is Hashem, the way Hashem, so to speak. Um, puts himself into ten svidas. This is what we, sp- we spoke about in last year. The way Hashem himself has chachman, Hashem has chesed. Atzilus is part, is part of the Ebeshter himself. The way Hashem himself has, so to speak, ten ways, ten def- definitive milas that you could define him, so to speak, by chachma, chesed, etc. That's Elam Atzilus. Atzilus means like, um, it's not creation. It's, it's atzol of afrasha. It's atzol. It's emanation. It's not creation. That's what Atzilus means. So Atzilus is part of Hashem himself. Then there's Bria. That's already creation. That's the way Hashem created the world. Is that in Elam Abriya, it's still not yet a defined creation. It's still like an Afshar Samatsis. It's still like, in other words, more like Hashem created, but it's more like now that there is an ability that there should be definitive creations. It's not yet a, a creation that was Mamish formed yet. And then you have Yitzira. Yitzira is the Elam where there's like Ruchnistic creations. In other words, like the creations, but a much higher kind of creation, like Malachim, etc. And then you have Elam Asiya, which is the, this physical world, Elam Asiya. So the Neshama comes down through Ishtaushalus Elam. Ishtaushalus means like a ring. Just like one second, just like a ring. A ring is like a, like a, a chain, sorry. A chain, you have one ring is connected to the top ring. How is it connected? That the bottom of the, of the top ring is underneath the top of the, of the next ring. In other words, there's a connection. The top, the bottom of one madrega becomes the, the top of the next madrega. Same thing that's called the shtaushalus. In other words, it goes down in the whole chain. It goes from one madrega to the next madrega. You want to ask some question? I just wanted to ask... It's not. It's not a negative. Not negative. It's not. 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 To, through the sishtaushlis of the four elements, every single neshama, every neshama, in order to get down here, 
has to come from Chachman Veibishta, but has to go down into the four elements. Just like the tip of the father, so to speak, first goes into the aim, into the mother's womb for nine months, and then becomes a son. So every single Neshama goes through this process of going down through the Tao Dei Lamas. But he says, um, that the Let's read it again. He says, Through the Neshama coming down through this whole Seder of Ishtashlus, only through that is Only through it coming down is there able to be this concept of a Neshama that's even a Neshama of an Amaretz and that's in a lower Madrega, so to speak. In other words, just like in the Moshe that we had before, the tip of the father, that's the only thing that there is here. While it's in the shahia, while it's in the mother's womb, because of it staying there for nine months, the tip can now manifest itself in even a tzipanayim of The same thing, when the neshama comes down, because it comes down this process of daladaylamis, so the way it comes down here, it could be something which is not as openly connected to the ebishter as other neshamas. i explain it a little bit more. Just like in the, in the body, right, we have in the body, there's a tipa goes into the mother's womb for nine months. Why taka is part of the body now, the brain, and part of the body is the tzipa naim? Well, everything depends on the effect that the mother's womb had on it. In other words, if, it's a, if it was the mother's womb, like, managed to change it, so to speak, that it should become a tzipa naim, that part becomes tzipa naim. The part that remained pure, so to speak, becomes into a mayach of the sun. Same thing we say, every neshama comes down from Ma'ilam Atzilus, has to come down this four Ma'ilamus in order to come down to this world. But there's a difference in how it comes down. That was the way in other places it says, it says there's a difference between Ma'ivir and Islapshas. Give an example. For example, let's say you have a person, in order to get from America to Eretz Yisrael, you have to pass by Europe, let's say. I mean, now you can go direct, but let's say you would have to pass by Europe. So you have a person which is, everyone's going to pass by Europe. One person passes by Europe, and it's just part of his going the way, the only way to get to Eretz Yisrael is to pass by Europe. So he stops in Europe. You have another person that stops, then he starts going touring in Europe also. The one who, who, who just passed Europe just to get to Eretz Yisrael, okay, that maybe is the route to get to Eretz Yisrael, but uh, that was just that he went through Europe. There's nothing, Europe had no, no, no effect on it. The one who toured Europe, maybe learned some things or a thing or two from Europe, but had some effect, some effect on him also. Something happened to him also, right? Something, he got something from Europe. Similar, similarly, we have the Nishab, every single Nisham that comes from Elam Atzilis comes down to this world. But the question is, what happens when it goes down to the other Elamists? What happens when it stays in the other Elamists, so to speak? Is it a direct, from Atzilis, it's in this world. It just happens to be that the process is that everything has to go through the four Elamists. Or is it that a Nisham develops a little bit of the, uh, of the, of the, of the, of the, of the so to speak, takes on the form of those Elamists when it comes down here. In Kabbalah, you have a concept called Neshamas Datsilis, Neshamas Debriya, Neshamas Deitzir, and Neshamas Dasir. What does it mean that there's four kinds of Neshamas? Every Neshama comes from Chachma Vatsilis, comes from the Ebishtus Chachma. So every Neshama is a Neshama Vatsilis. What does it mean that some Neshamas are called Neshamas Datsilis, some Neshamas Debriya, some. Like, this is what it means. It means when it comes down here, does it remain Neshama Datsilis without any taking on any other form of any other Elam? Okay, of course, it passes by all the other Elamas, but in a way of Maivir, so to speak. Just like someone who just passes by a place because that's the root. Or does it take on the form of one of those elements? And depending on what form it took on, some neshamas, they stop, so to speak, in Bria and take on the form of Bria. But then, directly from Bria, they come down here. So those neshamas are also greater than the neshamas of Yitzira. Some take on the form of Yitzira. Some take on the form of Asiya. So the idea that there are different kinds of neshamas is just like you understand within the body. 
that depending on what kind of effect the shahiyah in the, in, the, in the womb of the mother had on the tippa, that's how, that's what's going to happen to this part of the tippa now. Is it going to become mayach ben or is it going to come tzipanayim of the ben? The same thing is with the neshama. Every neshama be'etzem, what is the ischachma of the yebishter? How that expresses itself down here, that depends on the way the neshama came down. The way the neshama came down. Every single neshama has its way that it comes down, and therefore it has an effect on what kind of expression the neshama has down here. Who determines that? The yebishter. He determines how much effect each island has on the neshama. Yeah, of course, of course. Eivish to send certain neshamas to Meshra Benes, certain neshamas to regular people, certain neshamas to different generations, right? Based on that's what the plan was. Eivish to want to certain people like now. What that means, practically, we're going to have to learn more next week in Mitzvah Shem. We're going to learn more about the second part of the mashal. Like we said that, uh, you know, there's another part of the mashal also, that the, the tip of the son, besides for being one with, the, sorry, the tipanayim of the son, besides for being one with the tip of the father, it's also openly connected to the father by, by its connection to the brain of the son, right? We're going to have to learn about the next week in Mitzvah Shem. But what we already see from here is that, let's say, a yid is not able to access the same level of asaga velikus as a great sabi. That might be true. That might be the way the Ebishter created him, that he's not going to have the same level of Asaga of Alokos. But what is he be'etzem? What is he be'etzem? He is still a chelik alakami ma'amamish. There's no yid that's not a chelik alakami ma'amamish. In other words, his true essence is, he's dovuk to the truth that there's nothing besides the Ebishter. That's who he is. That might not be that his physical brain will be able to understand great levels of Alokos. It might not be able to express itself in a way of great avaviyirah. But it's the very fact that he can live in a reality that there's nothing besides the Ebishtah on a very basic level, every single Yid has that. Why does every single Yid have that? Because even if you're the Tzipornayim, so to speak, even if you're the Akvayim, what you are still is a part of the Tipa that comes from the Merech In other words, in the Nimshal, you are in a Shama which comes from Chachm Eilah, from the Ebishtah's Chachm. Right? That's like he finishes off of here, he says, V'im <laughs> I want to leave Kinnikas for next week because that's already going on to the next part. But he says, even after it comes down, it still, still stays fully connected to its which that is Chachmi Love the Right. So, so I just want to add, we'll finish with that, but I want to add one more thing that in, there's a difference between the Mashal and the Nimshal. See, the, in the, in the Mashal, a son. It's true that what is a son, by essence, is the tip of the father. But the fact is, he becomes separate from the father. If someone finds an Aveda, if his, himself, his own Aveda and his father's Aveda, and he only has a chance to save one, so we say, he doesn't have to save his father's Aveda first. He's allowed to save his own. In other words, a person is treated as someone separate from his father. To the degree that he, Allah recognizes that he has a greater love to himself than he has to his father, so to speak. A person could come to the level where he'll have greater level to, love to his father than he has to himself, but... A person naturally is not necessarily like that. Why? Because even though what he is is a tip of the father, but the tip goes away from the father. It goes, uh, goes connect, it disconnects from the father. When we talk about a neshama, it's more than that. A neshama, that, it's, not, it's like a tip of the father while it's in the brain of the father. In other words, a neshama, that's why it says, Ayid, api alocha, or api teira, has to be meisah nefesh for the ebishta. We'll learn about that later, but I'll more. But has to be meisah nefesh for the ebishta, right? In order not to, not to, to have this, if to, to be kaif shalom, a person has to give up his life. Does a person have to give up his life for his father? Absolutely not. He does not. What does that show? What's the reason of the difference? Because a yid, it's the muscle that we're giving over here. It's just a muscle to show how even something which is so far, like Tzipanayim Averegel, what is its true mahus? It's the tip of the father. But it's only a muscle because we have no better muscle. But the truth is, in the Nenim it's much more than that. It's not a tip that has separated and now 
Be'etzim, what is it? It's still a tipa. It's more than that. It's a tipa the way it's in the Father. And the Shama always remains connected to the Ebeshter. Never separates itself from the Ebeshter. But like we said, there's another plat over here that a person, how much, how, how does a person access, how does a person reveal his connection to the Ebeshter when he's down here? He has to do that through the Mayach of the Son, just like the, in the sun, the Tzipanayim, the open connection that it has with the tip of the Father, so the Mech of the Son, same thing, the Neshamas down here, their open connection to the Ebeshter comes through, so to speak, the Mech of the Son, which that's what we'll learn next week in Mitzvah Shem, the Pshat, Okay. Isn't it obvious that when the Neshamas